And welcome back to our fabulous third part of our series with Julie as we kind of dig into what she sees and what she's been doing with clients and really kind of connect the dots between this notion of change leadership versus maybe more operational leadership and some of what she sees as the defining characteristics of a great leader of change. So Julie, welcome back with us. Thank you much. Thank you so much. I'm ready for this next segment. It's going to be lots of fun. Awesome. That's the attitude we want. Cool. So let's get really, really pointed with our listeners, right? We've kind of talked around some abstract stuff, which is awesome. I know they can dig into your website and look at the content that you create. But if you had to kind of distill some things to specific, we use the term here, tips, tricks, and hacks. You are a leader in times of disruption and change. Julie is going to share with you one thing right now, which is a tip, trick, and hack that you should have as you think about leading your team in times of disruption, in times of transformation. So what is tip number one, Julie? I think regarding the clarity, courage, and commitment, the three C's, the vision stays the same. The path to get there is where you need to pivot and change. So you never take your eye off the main target, your main goal, but you have to be willing to change and pivot and be agile with the path to get there. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I, I, I sail a little bit and I always tell people that, that analogy. I said, look, if I'm trying to move from point A to point B, I'm actually never on course, but I know I'm getting to point B and I'm just adjusting based upon current wind and, and other methods to make sure that I can get there. So the sailing analogy is one that I use. Is there an analogy you use for people to help them understand, set your sights on something, but don't think it's going to be a straight line. Uh, I like to talk about actual like bow and arrows and when you're shooting and um, sometimes the way that you do archery, it's different. You have to move and shift. The target's still there, right? But based on the winds and, and based on the way that you hold the the arrow. Um, so I do like to think about the I arrow like and that. the target there. I see. I like whole... the sailing one though. That's pretty good. I, I like the I like the archery one, and I see a whole new set of promo pro, promo shots of you um, with uh, with bow and arrow in hand to kind of bring that to life. Uh, what about a second tip? What second tip would you say? Hey, listeners of the Change Cultivator podcast, this is something you need to have in your toolkit to try to understand. It's so important to enlist collaborators in a vision. Don't look at people in an old school way of leadership. It's so important. People support what they create. So make sure that you're enlisting those collaborators. Awesome. Is there a third one you want to dump on our, our, on our folks here? Um, absolutely. <laughs> With organizations, it's so important to build a culture together, engage your people, create that energy that really moves people toward a vision. So people are excited to come to work each and every day. Awesome. Thank mm. you for those three really, really rich kind of just nuggets for our listeners to grab onto. So thank you for sharing those. Yeah, You're and welcome. I think it's it's really becoming people first, right? Absolutely. Uh, in companies now, and I've I've always loved Rich, uh, Richard Branson had a quote years ago, and I love it. It's um, you know keep your employees happy, and your customers will always be happy. And I think it really that was a very visionary uh, leadership trait he had a long time ago. So Julie, many people over seventy thousand people listen to your guidance and and coaching. Um, every day. I would love to know who you listen to. So do you have a favorite book, a <laughs> podcast, a speaker? Like who do you go to, to, to grow your thinking and your mind and, and uh, get your tips from? 
You know, it's a little different. I love to be motivated. I'm trained by the High Performance Institute in regards to the ESIC leadership framework into creating high performance cultures. But when I want to listen to something, it's usually motivational. It's Eric Thomas, ET. He's mm-hmm. like this bold, like in your face, like, you know what, get to work, people. Like, no more excuses. So he's my person. Um, regarding leadership, John Cotter has written some really, it's John P. Cotter, um, Leading Change, The Heart of Change. I really enjoy his books in regard to leadership. That's fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out E.T. I'm hoping his, <laughs> I'm hoping his uh, motivation his is out, Eric of this, Thomas. out of this world. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's was <laughs> yeah, at one point he was known as like the hip hop preacher or something. Uh, okay, okay. I was blessed to see him speak in person. I didn't know who he was at the time. This was in um, 2019 out in San Diego. And it was a group of different influencers. And he blew my mind with his passion and his commitment and his voice. He's he's fierce and he's in your face, but he's telling you what you need to hear. Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, so much goodness in these three parts of a series. Is there anything else, Julie? I feel like we could keep going forever. Is there anything else you want to, you want to drop on our listeners before we wrap? Um, I think you have to be careful. Um, there are some pitfalls that prevent you from being the most effective leaders ego and arrogance are there, you know, just because you've achieved success in the past, it doesn't matter. What I want to know is where you are today and where you're going. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really important for leaders to remember. Um, watch out for those limiting beliefs, the things that hold you back and prevent you from being your best self. That mindset of I'm not enough shows up very often when we're dealing with change. And so having that confidence, and if you notice an area of weakness, you know, being vulnerable with it and hiring the right person to uplevel your skill set or hiring somebody that can maybe do that part of the job better and, and not being afraid of that. Oh, and, see, um, this, the, the, go, oh, go ahead, Ross. No, I was going to say, do you have any resources for our listeners on how to get over these limiting beliefs? Like, are there any books or, or, or podcasts you would say to our listeners if you're struggling with these limiting beliefs? Because many people do. We all do. You yeah. know, where, where would you go? I mean, I know you've given us two authors already, but where would it, you go particularly on that topic? You know, um, I'm trying to think of her name. There's Marissa... Piers, maybe I could look okay. it up yeah. if you give yeah. me a minute. Well, yeah. you know, I'm here, one of here. the while you're yeah, looking, one of the things that come to mind for me is yeah. um, Brene Brown. I think she's yes. fantastic in uh, helping you personally. Patrick, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, well, no, what I'm suggesting is I so the danger of me asking that closing question is it just opens up another several hours for us to talk, yeah. um, which is <laughs> awesome. I maybe next time we'll come back, we'll do a deep dive in this notion of checking your arrogance, checking your ego and that kind of stuff and do a deep dive. So did you find the name that Roz was looking for? Um, well, I have my phone turned off, so it'll take okay. a second for that. But um, I will tell you limiting beliefs. It's something I added to the work I do with individuals yeah. in particular, because time and time again, regardless of the level of success a person has achieved, 
what is holding them back is almost often a limiting belief, something they adopted subconsciously in their childhood or in their earlier years that really holds them back. And once we can identify it, we can excavate it and we can annihilate it. It's and- so it's so cool way to think about it, right? And it's just so much richness there to say, um, you used the term earlier, I think, check yourself, right? Like, where are you at? And what's going, right. what is the thing you have to counter or overcome or compensate for? Yeah, and that's spending time being introspective. I mean, we speak to CEOs all the time that say to us, like, you know, they've, they've, everyone's got limiting beliefs. Even if you're running a, you know, $25 billion company, we hear it all the time. People just don't talk about it. So, I mean, I, I love the fact that, you know, for our listeners, it's actually stepping back and figuring out exactly what yours is, like pinpointing it. Right. You know, because no, how many people do that? You just know you've got this fear, but you don't really know where it's coming from. And honestly, it's not something that very many people, especially in the high performance or business coaching world are doing. It's something that I noticed in and of myself. And as I started to work more with individuals, I kept noticing it. So I actually did additional training um, like psychological CME training to learn how to help people through that. The woman's name is Marissa Peer, um, M-A-R-I-S-R-I-S-A-P-E-E-R. And she does a lot with limiting beliefs. Um, I think she's from the UK and I find her work to be incredibly fascinating. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing so much wisdom and nuggets with our listeners. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself. I think we've created a lot of super content for our listeners to dig into. Where can they find out more? Where, where, where should they be paying attention to you so they can get the benefit of your voice and your wisdom going forward? I create a lot of content, as I mentioned on, on LinkedIn. My name is Julie Ruska, last name H-R-U-S-K-A. And I also have a website, powerfulleaders.com. Awesome. Well, again, on behalf of our Change Cultivator team, thank you, thank you, thank you for being our guest. Uh, and we will look forward to keeping continue to follow you. And maybe, maybe eventually we'll entice you to come back on and we'll talk more detail about limiting, uh, limiting beliefs and those kinds of things. So thank you again. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to your incredible team. And thank you everyone for listening. Julie, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you. Whoa.